How is your prayer life? If you are like most of us, it has seasons and sometimes lacks consistency. Prayer, faith, and holiness are key to reaching your destiny. Join Prophet Nanaseyo Pukusakodie as he encourages the body of Christ to get closer to God in prayer. Prophet Nanase Pukusakodia is an end-time seasoned firebrand prophet and an evangelist with a unique preaching ministry anchored on prayer. He teaches and prophesies the word of God with signs and wonders. Everything that belongs to you, may the Lord gather you from the west, gather you from the east, gather you from the south, gather you from the north, may you stay in the center of your way. And now, Prophet Nanase Opokusakodie. Every plan to turn the top of Ghana must be glorified by the blood of Jesus. I know the blood of Jesus. You don't sound like you're ready for what I'm talking about. He said, pray for the peace in the nation where thou dwellest. He said, for the peace there is, shall thou also find one peace. Somebody said the clock of Ghana will never turn back. The clock of Ghana will never turn back. What happened to your clock if you start going anti-clockwise? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We can't take it for granted. Amen. We are going to pray that God, by mercy mm. and for the sake of the righteous, yes, will secure the destiny of this country. Amen. Hallelujah to Jesus. Amen. Let's believe God. Amen. Amen. If you study the Bible, there are certain mistakes sometimes the Israelites will do, and then their clock begin to turn back. And the promises of God on their land begin to go on the contrary. Because every every blessings of God in the Bible, they are not automatic. They are conditional. God has never pronounced an automatic blessing. Every promises of the Lord, the Bible, if you diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God and do that which is right in his sight, then these blessings are following you. If you also go contrary, then this case are follow you. So there are conditions attached to God's blessings and promises. Amen. Lift up your two hands. May God not meet the conditions of God's Amen. Let's pray that God will begin to uproot evil and corrupt leaders in strategic positions. Uproot them. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you are ready to pray that prayer? I'm ready, sir. So the clock of Ghana, the clock of Ghana will never turn back. Will never turn back. So every orchestration, every orchestration of the enemy, of the enemy to destabilize this country, to destabilize this country. I my voice in prayer. I cancel it in the spirit. I cancel it. Nullify it by the blood. Nullify it by the blood. it by the power of the blood. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare prophetically that Ghana. Let's see this country. Let's see this country. 
So prayerlessness is a mental attack. Your defenses will begin to break. Because God cannot do anything on earth unless we invite him by prayer. Let them have dominion. Let them have. And when God says, Let us have dominion, if God says, Let us have dominion, we will never need prayer. Alright. For it's part of it. But He gave the dominion on earth to man. So then, if He has to come, we need to invite Him. Yes, That's why sometimes you make statements like, I suffer an intercessor. Someone that will stand in the car. Yes, that I will not destroy the land. I suffer an intercessor. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me here this morning? Receive grace never be to be discouraged. Yes. 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 And then you get to pray to you. Uh, everybody want that. Everybody want that. Who doesn't want that? Hallelujah. Be myself. I want that. But God doesn't work that way. Now listen. Even if you got a perfect look, 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 and you get to pray to you, will sing your prayer to defend that way. Because every blessing of God attracts satanic attention. When God blessed Joe, the devil gave him attention. Went all towards to pray and never one. Okay, Jesus told them a story uh, showing that it was necessary. Necessary. It was necessary for them to pray consistently and never quit. It was what? So what was it? Is it necessary? Is it necessary? Is it necessary? I'm telling you, God will avenge you speedily. Also, Jesus told them a parable to the effect that. They ought always to pray and not to turn coward, faint, lose heart, and give up. This is amplifying. It's amplifying. Let's open the volume. And then you want to listen to the volume. That's what it is. Amplify this in the world. Be at the end. Never give up. Never fail. Hallelujah. And it's part also a simile to them that it's behooved us always to pray. And not to fail. What translation is that? Move it. To pray and never give up. Hey, you don't lose becoming prayerful. I'll say that again. You don't lose becoming prayerful. I'll say that again. You don't lose becoming prayerful. Notice that all the New Testament writers and martyrs, everybody knows about prayer. Apostle Paul's one of his powerful statements are pray with Jesus. In Colossians, he said, continue in prayer. And Jesus himself, he said that we should always pray. And never come to King James, let me show them something. Now watch this. And never fail. Now, he, it's a parable. A parable is a heavenly language, but it has earthly meaning. Yeah. That is how it is. A parable is a heavenly language. Nobody was qualified to speak a parable unless they were coming from heaven. So Jesus Christ is saying that what I'm telling you. I am trying to give you a picture of what happened in heaven in connection to when you begin to do something on earth. Okay. So when you are doing something on earth, the reaction you are getting in heaven is a picture I'm giving to you. Alright. So a parable is a heavenly language with earthly meaning. So Jesus is saying that. Now he's going to explain the reason why you should pray and never faint. 
Because there's a tendency that when you start praying, as if God is not here, as if God is not listening, is God there at all? I've been praying and praying, this thing is not changing. And Jesus said there is a reason why you should be. Because so many things happened yesterday, but I found someone said something. Because you don't know how the bones can a man sleep with a woman, produce egg, the woman produce egg, and bones begin to grow. Wow. And the right of the Christians is the, the way you don't know how bones grow. You cannot just study the ways of God and conclusion. Your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. As the heavens are higher than the So listen to the explanation of the parable why you should pray and not give up. And you begin to give a storyline. This is the way it is. Saying that there was in a city, give me the NIV version, you will understand it more with the NIV version. He said that in a certain town, there was a child who neither feared God nor cared about man. Automatically. If you don't fear God, how would you care about man? Definitely. So there's no challenge about that. The child never feared God or cared about man. Hallelujah. <laughs> This story is not about comparison, but it was rather a contrast. God is not trying to say that God doesn't care. Now, watch this. Let me finish. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea Grant me justice against my adversary. Somebody is trying to take that it belongs to me. So he go to the judge and say, Give me justice upon this one. Yes. But the judge doesn't fear God, so he doesn't care about man. So what he says is that this judge, you know, whether you're a widow or whatever, he doesn't care. Because that's his nature, he doesn't fear God. So he doesn't care about you. You have to be careful. So this, this man is a widow and that. And so let me just give my attention for the child that's in care. Hallelujah. And there was a widow, and for some time he refused. So the widow keep telling, today you come. Huh? And he said, grant me justice, so judge. Then that to my head, she will go. The next day, you come. He said, security, send this one from here. He said, okay, I'll assign. He will go. The next day, she will come back. And then he keep coming. Then the boy said, Judge, the woman has come back again. Now he's banking the door. And listen, for some time he refused, but finally he said to himself, Even though I don't fear God nor care about God, he knows, he knows. I don't fear God yet because this window is bothering me. The widow keeps bothering me. Oh. I will see that she gets dancing so that she will eventually wear, wear me, me out, out with her coming. coming. Wait a second. Stay there. Give me another translation. Uh -huh. <laughs> Give me another translation. Because this widow is a trouble to me, I will give her her right. For if not, I will be completely tired out by her frequent coming. Frequent. Frequent. Frequent coming. <laughs> Frequent coming. That's Come it. back to NIV. Huh. Huh. Hallelujah. Amen. Huh. He said that, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she get justice. Huh. <coughs> I like the way the King James said it. Look at the King James. Look at the way the King James said it. He said that, yet because this widow troubled me, I will avenge her less by her continual coming. She weary me. Continual coming. Huh. Give me the message Bible. Let me see what the message Bible will say about that. Jesus is Lord. But because this widow won't quit bargaining me, I better do something and see that she gets justice. Otherwise, I am going to end up beating black and blue, and blue hey. by her pounding. <laughs> this is American English. Black and blue. I get what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's not one of the people that give up. You are the only one who is giving up. You are the only one who is complaining. 
You are the only one who is complaining. I'm telling you, there was a guy I listened to in America. He's called Les Brown. He's a motivational preacher. He said many years ago, he wanted to work as a disco jockey in a particular FMJC. He went there. He said, oh, I heard you are doing a bit. I came to, I came as a disco jockey. The guy interviewed me. He said, have you ever had any communication experience? No, sir. Do you ever go to any communication school? No, sir. Have you ever worked in any office? He said, no, sir. We have no job for you. Get away from here. He went to the house the next morning, dressed and came back. Sir, I came back to get a job. Were you not here yesterday? Did I not tell you? Why are you coming here? He said, I came to check whether somebody has been fired. He said, nobody has been fired. Go back. Don't come here again. He came back and said, dress and said, good morning, sir. I came here and said, were you here the other time? Did I not tell you that nobody said, why are you here? I came to check whether somebody has died. The man said, get away there, nobody has died. He came, went back, and the next morning, he said, good morning, sir. The man looked and said, go and get him a job. So that they can stop him. Ah, and he started working in the wow. disco. No, if you don't give up, you will win. Come back to NIV. Let me finish this one. Hallelujah. Black and blue. Yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that he gets justice so that she won't eventually wear me out. Now Jesus is going to talk about the contrast. So he's going to compare unjustice judge to the merciful God. Listen to what Jesus said. And the Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. Now listen. Now this is a contrast. No comparison. Because if you compare it, then you are trying to say that God is not a caring God. But he's trying to say that this is the way it is. He gave us a picture about the wicked people on earth. He gave us a picture about people who doesn't care on earth. And the way they will respond, as far as you keep coming to them, they will sit down and think by eternal scale of justice, by conscience that no, the way this guy keep coming, he's not the ones that, it means that sometimes people say something to keep you off. Yeah. Even though you deserve what they have to give to you. Yes. All right. All right. Wow. Wow. You're not listening to what I'm saying. Or the enemy might have used them to tell you something to go back. If there is a reason why a lot of people are not working for God well, it's because they don't want to be offended. That's right. And nobody has to work with God and not want to be offended. Because anytime you are ready to obey God, you must be ready to offend men. Amen. It is a principle. It is a principle. God will ask you to do something that men will not be happy with you, but you still have to go ahead and do it. Watch this. And I will not... Uh -huh, and will not God, he said, listen to what I just, just said. He said, and will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? Oh. This is a question. So this is a contrast. If the unjust judge will say that because this woman coming, I will have to give him justice. Then the God who is merciful will he keep keeping you off if you keep coming to him? No, 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 no. What is the conclusion of the matter? If the widow will not give up on the unjust judge, then you should not give up on the merciful God. Amen. King James Version on this one. And shall not God avenge his own electric cry to him day and night? Though he bear long with them. Nevertheless, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Speedily. Amen. Nevertheless, but you need something. When the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on earth? So the reason you won't give up is that your faith is intact. Yes, sir. 
The reason you won't give up is that something in the inside is saying that this thing is mine. I got to get it. I got it. And I'm going to get it. And I'm not going to give up. I don't care. I will go through hell and hard waters. I'm not going to give up on this. The devil is a liar. May you come to the place of grace to say that you will be one of the people that will not accept no for an answer. Amen. Okay? There are people living in the Bible, they have to push in prayer yeah. until God has to either find a condition or change his mind about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tell, the prophet, tell the king Ezekiel that he's about, he should write his will, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Say thank you, Gifu, he can go back. And the Bible says he turned to the wall. The word tend to the voice means that in the Hebrew means that an isolation and a time of waiting upon the Lord, no distraction. Because once you are facing the war, you are not in Kokonte, but mm-hmm. you are making sure nothing distracts you. Yes, the reason why we face the war to eat Kokonte is that it's a food that nobody must see. Hey. And you need a lot of concentration to swallow it. Tell somebody I'm fasting. I'm fasting. Sometimes in fasting, when you hear Kukunte, you say that you start ringing your ears, Kukunte, 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 Kukunte. The devil is a liar. Hallelujah. If somebody hear what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. 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 Amen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When the son of man cometh, can he find faith on earth? Everybody standing here, there is something in your life that needs a divine intervention. Yes. yes. That is the reason why we are fasting and praying. You will never come to a place in your life that you don't need divine intervention. Amen. There is something in your life that God has to put his foot inside. Amen. Today, it will be settled. Amen. This week, it will be settled. Amen. Pastor Albert was leading prayer. He was spitting in some prophetic words. Lord, I'm ready. Lord, I'm set for this week. Whatever belongs to me. This morning, I started praying here. Eh? That is why you don't even have to wait in your room uh, and wait when it's five, uh, six, thirty, something that you come around, then you calculate and you call for thirty, uh, four to five, five to six, eight to seven. Go for, uh, I mean, check two hours, you be free. So you are just deceiving yourself. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, watch this. When I came here, do you remember the scripture that said the expectation of the righteous will not be cut off? So I started praying, Lord, my expectation is that I must receive this. Yes, my expectation is that I must get this one. Mm. My expectation is that I must fulfill your purpose. Mm. My expectation is that, because you say your expectation will not be cut off. Yes. But in order to come to what is your expectation? Mm. 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 What is your expectation? Mm. Lift up your two hands. Amen. No matter how blessed you are, you need a peaceful country to enjoy. Yes, it. Lord. I say, no matter how blessed you are, you need a peaceful country to yes, enjoy. Lord. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, redeem the land of Ghana. Redeem the, the land, land of Ghana. Ghana. In the name of Jesus. In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Put in some power. Say, oh Lord, oh Lord, redeem the land of Ghana. Redeem the land of Ghana. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Do you believe that our land needs redemption? Yes. yes. Redemption from corruption. Yes. Redemption from sin. Yes. Redemption from violence. Yes, Lord. Redemption from rejection. Redemption, Redemption from corruption. Yes, Lord. Idolatry. Yes, Lord. Robbery. Yes, Lord. Suspicion. Redemption. Injustice. Injustice. I had a case. When our case came in Tema, I went to court one of the days. Because uh, some of the things, they need me to come to court. And when I went there, I saw the Ghana court. And this, my spirit, what the Lord said, that a curse is in this place. Wow. You could see the place. It doesn't look good. The toilet at the court. 
Even the ones that are new building, it was going through some kind of fun. And I saw it, and the Lord said, because justice has been perverted. Wow. Let me tell you something. One of the things God doesn't play in the Bible is justice. Where you have to put the thing here and you turn it here because of corruption. I sat there, I look at judges coming, and in my spirit, I could hear heaven say, Woe unto these people. Because they put people in prison who are not supposed to be there. And they know it. They put people in prison who are supposed to They have 10 cases the poor and the rich, and they turn it on the poor because they've collected money. Wow. Wow. Yes, sir. When you don't put it right. Yeah. When the, the lawyers came to Jesus and the judge said, What do we do? He said, Make sure you don't collect bribe to, yeah. to, to, to make judgment. Yeah, yeah. And some of them, they think they are getting away with it. Hey. That is why sometimes uh, when you come from a certain family, you have to even pray. Can you imagine your father was your grandfather was a justice? Hey. Can you imagine your father is a justice? He has collected a lot of bribe. There's a price to pay for that. Yeah. This afternoon, I'm going to preach something. I'm going to start my message on dealing with. Of what I call foundational bondage. Yes. And that's what we are going to pray. Yes. Something your father has done that you are paying for. How do you get yourself out of it? Get out the of Israelites it. complain to God. Our fathers are eating sore grapes and the children's mouth is burning. It is in the Bible. Hallelujah. Amen. It is in the Bible. Yes, sir. So if you have an uncle, a, let's say a father, a grandfather, who has collected bribes so much that on his forehead in the spirit is written bribe. Hey. What are you going to do about it? History can repeat itself. It's in the Bible. Abraham lied that my wife is my sister when his son Isaac was not born. He came to the same place and lied that my wife is my sister. So it's a spirit. It's called monitoring spirit. Yeah. They monitor you to repeat your father's mistakes. Yeah. We have to deal with it. If you don't deal with it, they stay. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. All these things is in the Bible. If you go and marry, Abraham married his half-sister. Eh? He married his half-sister. Sarah and Abraham are from one father but different mothers. Because in the idol worship families, they try to marry in insects. They try to have insects. They marry from one another. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Are you getting what I'm talking yeah. about? So he marries half-sister. Now, you struggle to have a child with the woman because of the idol worship. Now, it doesn't even make sense that you make your son Isaac turn away from that family. But when Isaac wants to marry, he sent him to the same family. He said, don't, he make even Eliezer swear Putting his hand in his tie, he said that I don't want to take me any woman. Go to the same place that my wife struggled. I struggled and go and pick a woman from there. When the thing has not been broken. Do you know what they did to the third generation? They also sent Laban, Jacob to go to Laban's house. He married two sisters who became rivals. So working with God's law automatically that you do the right thing. You have to consciously decide to do the right thing. Yeah. Amen. And there are forces behind it. You, you might not even know what you are doing wrong. The devil can blackmail you and blind you so much that you'll be doing the wrong and think it is right. Take revelation. I have ministered to people who have slept with their daughters. I have ministered to people who have slept with their brothers. I have ministered. We have to break it. Biological brother, one father, one mother, but they have sex. I like the way you are quiet. Mm. God will deliver you. Amen. Mm. It's there. It's there. It's there. You see a lot of things in the Bible that are very interesting. Foundational bondage. 
If the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous do? And the key thing that you are struggling is that the foundation in your family is cracked. Now, the interesting thing about the foundation is that evangelists, nobody sees it. This beautiful building you are seeing here, the, the, the thing that carries this building and gives you the future is hidden underground. You cannot find it. You can enjoy all these uh, uh, chandeliers and all this light and everything. All these are decreasing, but the future of the building depends on the foundation, which is hidden underground. So your foundation, you don't see. That's right. That's right. That is why we have to go by revelation this afternoon and go there and say, ha, ah, when I start opening it up in the Bible, you understand. It is the fastest way to come out. Now, there's another thing too you must understand. Every structure and its foundation. So the foundation for this building, you can't give it to some of these story buildings here. This particular building, when we're going to build it, because of the load which is going to carry here, I'm telling you, we have to go down. Pastor them designed this one. You have to go and do a, a foundation at the top and do a, a, a surface beam or something because of the load that is coming. Now, some of you, eh, because of the level of prosperity God is going to bring you, if you don't repair your household foundation, yeah. By the time you start carrying that blessing, the foundation, because it's wrong, the mm. whole thing will collapse mm. back again. Mm. 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 That is why some people can rise, kick, 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 and zoom, it come back. Wow. 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 You see, when you look at the restaurant, you see that there are mountains and pillars around. Yeah. Have you noticed it? Do you know the reason why? When they designed the building, the roof is not supposed to be like this. The roof was designed to be a lintel roof. But later they decided they are going to make it a gable roof. Now, when you do it a gable roof, the roofing sheet alone is about 20 tons plus the wood. So when they finish, they realize that the building is carrying a weight the walls cannot handle. So in order to give it a future, they have to reinforce it. That's it. And that is the reason why they have to do those pillars. So if your foundation is wrong and you try to carry a heavy load, yeah. unless you down. go down to repair it. Yeah. My God. That's what I'm going to deal with this afternoon. So, no, 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 it's wrong. David, your foundation is wrong. David, your foundation is wrong. It's not a good foundation. Your grandfather, great-grandfather Judah, he slept with his daughter-in-law. And God has put in a law. And the law says that if you sleep with your daughter-in-law, you are not going to be a king and a 10th generation. All the 10th generation passed, and David was lucky to be the 10th generation Christian. But he didn't deal with that immorality spirit. Because the thing is monitoring. That is the foundation. Now look at the load he's carrying. The load as a king. He was the only king that was anointed three times. He was anointed in the midst of his brother and his mother and his father. He was anointed by the people of Judah. He was anointed by the people of Israel. And he shot up. He was so powerful that they have to, Jesus have to adopt his name. Jesus was called the son of David. Yeah. Watch this. So now David is carrying a very beautiful structure, but the foundation has not been repaired. Then the spirit that followed his grandfather started pushing him. It's a very, it's a very interesting story when I read it. They said one day David didn't go to war. He was standing at his balcony and I saw a woman bathing. How many, is that his first time into that building? How long has that bathroom been there? And if you were a king and you have a palace and people bath without roof, what have you done about it? Is that the first time you saw women that were bathing there? 
There are a lot of million questions to ask. Anytime I read the ten, I ask it. Listen, it was a star story about David. And David obeyed all the commandments of the Lord, except it became a question mark on his life. Because he didn't repair the foundation. Even when he's all, he fell into it, he could have gone to go and say, Lord, help me to come out of this thing. He didn't repair it, and he didn't stop it on his children. So Absalom slept with David's own wife. Because the thing is running. The foundation has not been repaired. Amon slept with his sister. The wife said Solomon married thousand. So the thing keep running. Because the foundation still has not been repaired. You can walk around and do it. That's why I'm here, but we are praying some for our children. We are repairing things up. This week we have to repair things. Amen. Lord, visit us. Visit us. Lord, you need to help us. Yes. We don't want to carry a structure with a weak foundation. He said that if the foundation is destroyed, what can the righteous? He didn't say the sin now. God is not interested in the person who's not serving him. But you that is serving him, but your foundation is cracked. What is your future? If the foundation of your family has been destroyed, all this chieftaincy that they are pouring libation, all these uh, 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 shrines that we are taking for granted, God is not taking it light. There are sorrows to multiply that hasten after other gods. Is there? And you grow. So, if you know, you say, decoration. It has attracted an abomination in the sight of the Lord. Certain foundation must be repaired. Beautiful girls in the family, they are not getting married. Wrong foundation. Handsome men. And no, have you noticed that some family, all the guys are educated, but they are all drunkards. Professors. They can, they can, they can, they can get down from their car. You go, you, you go to some of the professors. They have learned. They have learned and learned and learned, but check their character and check their survival. They can't even drive a good car. They can't save their beer in the name of book. I think books should write. Knowledge should make you better. Yeah. That's a lot of people don't. People look at professors, they don't want to be one. Unless you really have revelation to change it. Education is not a means that your life will be better. A professor should rather be better. You only acquire knowledge. You need wisdom to come out of this thing. I'm telling you, Jabez went to repair his foundation and God responded. He saw it very clear. This is my problem as to do with my foundation. Something is wrong about me. And they found out that his name is even the name. Listen, he said his mother called him Jabez. Women are not supposed to name children because they will name them by their emotions. That is why God gave the authority to name on man. The reason for the suffering is that even your naming ceremony is wrong. When there was a controversy in John the Baptist's naming ceremony, finally they said one person has to speak. The mother is the one who said John. There was a controversy. They said, let the father. And God lose his tongue. And he wrote on the page, John. He said, the God is called John. Because God gave his name before he was born. Do you know why God did that? He wanted to break the foundation of doubt. I told you before. The foundation of doubt. 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 Doubt can be a spirit. It's a sin. But whatever is not of faith, is sin. And his father, Zachariah, was a doubting man. He doubted an angel in the Holy of Holies, who he alone is permitted to go there. I don't mind you doubting me, but doubting an angel with the feathers on his back, what is wrong with you? No, I can't understand that. Hallelujah. 
He was the only one permitted to go to the Holy of Holies. And he saw an angel coming there, speed from heaven, standing and said, Zachariah, I came. Listen to what the angel told him. He said, I stand in the presence of the Lord. And I came to give you this glad tidings, and you are doubting me? This is the angel's word. And the angel was shocked. He said, I stand in the presence of the Lord. Not all angels stand in the presence of the Lord. He has that capacity to stand in the presence of the Lord. Some of the angels are very far. We have different kinds of angels in heaven. Some of them are just for protection. Some of them, they carry sword. Some of them don't carry sword. Hallelujah. Some of them, when Adam and Eve sinned, he sent a, 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 a seraphim to go and protect the garden. So, so some angels, all they do is to protect. Some of the times you call them guardian angels. They are even different from the one that protect. Because the guardian angels, they must move with you. When you are going, they are going. When you sleep, they sleep. When you are dead, they are in your house. But these angels, that, that, by, that, like, like the seraphim, they are assigned to go and protect somebody so that you won't go and touch it. The purpose of them around the, the tree of life is that Adam and Eve will not go and eat it. So they are to stop men from touching what God doesn't want them to touch. Watch this. I stand in the presence of the Lord and I came to tell you this and you are doubting me. Why? And the angel added more assignment to what God has sent him. You are going to be down. It was not part of the assignment, but he punished him for that. So God said, let me, let me take this thing out of you. It can run into your name. John the Baptist was supposed to be called Genius Zachariah, but God named him before he was coming. Even he couldn't knock it out. If you become a great man of God, you still have to go to your background and farm. How did my father live his life? What are some of the mistakes? Now, John, your father was a priest and he was a high priest who can go to the Holy of Holies, but he was a doubting man. So when you come, you begin to fight in that area. Lord, give me grace never to doubt you. I knock out the spirit of doubt from my life. Every demon responsible to monitor me to doubt your integrity, let that thing break. John the Baptist was a forerunner of Jesus Christ. He didn't do it. Look at how the doubt is. It got to be a spirit for you to do that. John was the latest man of God in town before Jesus came in. Everybody was going to his baptism. He was in a bush. He was the only one who was a church in a bush without church auditorium. But people were going there, including Pharisees. By the time Pharisees attend your church, you are heavily anointed. I'm saying something. Don't stop me. They went to his church. They even asked him, that, what do you want us to do? He was a very no-nonsense preacher. People went to him and said that, John, what are we supposed to do? He said, the axe is laid ready at the root of the tree. He said, oh. I mean, the guy has no compassion in his mercy. But he introduced Jesus. One day, the crowd was thick. Everybody has come to John to listen to his crusade message. And he said, hey, there is another one coming. He's among you right now. He's so powerful that I, John, I cannot even lose his lace. I baptize you with water, but he has the power to baptize with fire. Holy Ghost and fire. Hey, who is that person? And he came. When Jesus appeared, he said, this is the lamp of God. Now, listen, 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 listen. It was so powerful that when he introduced Jesus, some of his disciples left him. It's in the book of John. And followed, the, and followed Jesus. Ah, master, if there's somebody more powerful than you, then we're wasting time with you. Oh, yeah. They followed Jesus. John the Baptist, uh, the, no, that is why disloyalty is becoming a question man. now. We don't need disloyalty, we need covenant people. Because all the people that have even written and preached about disloyalty and loyalty, people are still being disloyal. So let's move from disloyalty to covenant. So if I have a covenant with you, then we cannot break it. No, no, even though David is a threat to Jonathan, 
David is a threat to uh, uh, uh. no 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 no. What is Saul's son? David is a threat to Jonathan. David is not a threat to Saul. Saul were there, Konyana. The reason why Saul was fighting David was because of Jonathan. He told him that as long as the son of Kish is there, you will never ascend to this throne. So I have to kill the guy so that you will ascend. Will ascend. But the two of them are covenanted. One day Jonathan told David that I know you are going to be a president. And I will be your vice. I don't even know why he left that to go and follow his father and die. There's a message on that. Saw suicide and Jonathan's judgment. So when you know your father is sentenced for suicide, then your judgment might be descend. So David, Jonathan has to choose between David and Saul. He shouldn't have gone to Saul's side and died. He should have let his father die of his mistake and follow David. Because to become a vice president in America is better than become a president in Liberia. Is somebody hear what I'm talking about here? Hey, what do you think? When they come and they say, to be a vice president in Ghana and a, a vice president in America, choose one, which one will you choose? Uh, uh, think about there's, it. There's no choice now. To be a vice president in America and a president in Azerbaijan, which one will you choose? Hmm. Why are you looking at me? I'm asking you a question. I didn't say, I say answer me now. Obvious. Hello? Are you getting it? But because of covenant, David could give, Jonathan could give his sword to David. Sword. Because by the time you give your protection to somebody, he can kill you with it. By covenant. We are not talking about loyalty here. There's another one higher than that. If you go to a, a ministry that the people are covenanted, they cannot break. You can't break the rankings of Oedipo and Abioye. No, you can't break. It's a covenant relationship. Bishop Abiyo say his ministry is not to preach. He knows his ministry is to serve Oedipo. It's Bishop Oedipo is pushing him to preach, but he knows what to do. He's to serve. But in attempt of serving, God has also blessed him in his own dimension. Yeah. Are you getting the point now? Yeah. It's a covenant relationship. If we understand marriage, we will not divorce. We have mixed the covenant touch of marriage. So we are people are marrying too, we jump out of it. Huh? I, I have a Japanese queen, you can jump out of the of the of the aquarium. Jump. Who? Jump. And if a fish is out of water, what happened to it? Amen. Amen. Are you listening to what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. David. Went to stand there. He didn't deal with it. There's some things we have to do. John the Baptist didn't deal with the thing. The guy that introduced Jesus and said we should follow him, later he came to us. Are you the one that should come? The spirit of his father is now pursuing him. Listen to the way Jesus Christ said it. Blessed is he. He said he didn't even he answered the thing with anger. He told the people he didn't answer them. He healed the sick. He opened the eyes of the blind. He said, Go and tell him your boss. Now tell him what you came you saw. The blind sees. The deaf, and he said, Blessed is he that is not offended in me. So John was not only doubting that time he has been offended. And as a result of the offense, it caused him his head. Lift up your two hands, Maria. I rest my case. <laughs> it's an afternoon message, but I've given you a little appetizer. You will need it. Do <laughs> a 
Do you know how some men in a family here? The spirit following them is that when they marry, they should beat their wife. They beat them. Have you seen your boyfriend, the way he slaps you? Check it. And there are some ladies too, they come from family that if you don't beat them, they think you don't love them. So when you slap them, bah, then they say, then they say, so I say it's love. They will kill you for free. Lift up your hands in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I am free. I am free from this bondage. From this bondage. This afternoon we deal with foundational bondage. Amen. Somebody say foundational bondage. Foundational bondage. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Lift up your two hands and thank the Lord. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, contact World Prayer Center, PO Box GP21421, Accra, or telephone plus 233-303-413-703, or plus 233-303-413-705. Email us on info at wpcministries.org, or visit our website at www.wpcministries.org. 